I'm from a small town in Mississippi, and yet I've swam with crocodiles and traveled as far as you can go in Bolivia. I have prayed at the Wailing Wall and rode a camel in Israel. I've studied abroad and danced the night away in the clubs of Spain. I've climbed abandoned castles and got caught in the rain in Ireland. I've helped build a school in Ecuador, and I've even snorkeled the perfect waters of Aruba. Now, I live in a van. I get my electricity from the sun, and I shower when I can. I live smaller so I can experience more. I encourage you to love your life where you're at. This is Love Your Van Life Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Monroe Curtis. <coughs> okay. Welcome to Love Your Van Life Podcast. But we digress. <laughs> Okay, so welcome to Love Your Fan Life. Uh, we are sitting in the van here. Where are we? We are in San Luis Wildlife Refuge. And, and who are you? It, wait, wait, wait. It's good to get that straight because this is the second wildlife refuge we've been today. And yes. we were our goal was to find you. We finally found you in a non-creepy way. You sent us your address, so it was consensual. Okay, so the sweet laugh you hear is Miss Bethany. I thought it was your drink. That's a good thing. Well, my drink's in my lap. So anyways, we're speaking with Miss Bethany, and we are parked behind her van, and we have her sweet boy Simba in the van, and it's pretty cool how we came to meet. Simba's a dog. Oh, Simba's a dog. <laughs> uh, not, not, my kid. <laughs> not my kid. Not my kid. I can't see his name. Oh, I, yeah, I forget people can't see everything that we see. Um, but anyways, okay, so we met last year at Asheville Van Life Rally. Yep. Doing yoga. Doing yoga. To cello. Yes, that uh, was beautiful. And then her string broke. Yes. Right, but it was still very chill. That's it was so great. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a great, great yoga class. And we talked about how uh, I had a dog, which yeah. is probably who you noticed first, Willow. She was yeah. all up in the people's faces and being cute. And then you said you had a dog that had allergies in your van. Yes. Which I'm petting your under chin right now. Hi, Simba. Yes. Her little boy's under chin. (laughs) (laughs) Simba, I don't know what he had gotten into that day, but, like, he was so blown up. Like, his whole muzzle was just, like, swollen, and I freaked out, uh, contacted a friend of mine at, like, 4 a.m., like, I was like, can I give my dog Claritin? He's like allergic something's happening he's been chewing his paws all night um and so like i dosed him up on benadryl and he was stuck in the van the entire weekend that's so important it was hot that weekend it was hot i was surprised how hot it was i kept changing clothes i was trying to be cute but also like practical and hippie you know that's hard Uh, yeah got hard standards to meet well, you have such a cute dog, and I'm going to hold my drink. Yeah. He's now laying down under the table, but he's being super good. Normally, Willow's growling and barking at everything. We are here. Um, So, what had happened was, we met last year at Astral Van Life, and, you know, we're here in Colorado now, and we are living at a campground with behind our friend's RV, who are hosts at this campground, and we're going to be building their house. Well, 
this cute stalker over here, like, <laughs> messaged me last week and said... I went down the highway and saw your... I think I saw your white van. Is that Aren't you? Aren't you in Alamosa? I'm in Alamosa. You want to meet up? And it was awesome. So we did. Yeah. And you she made... She even brought these amazing gin drinks. Like, I don't drink a ton of gin. Other I don't think any of, gin, any of but... us other four people drink gin ever. And yeah. Well, Josh had some. Actually. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. But anyway, she brought these epic drinks with her, and just for those who like and to indulge a little what bit. What are those? I so if you want to share your secret. I'm not oh yeah, it. yeah. So they're gin, a little bit of lemon juice, probably like a tablespoon, and maybe like half a teaspoon of almond extract, mm-hmm. and then whatever sparkling water you want to throw in there. I like watermelon. No, watermelon coolers. Yeah, yeah, watermelon sparkling water is really good, and then some stevia. So and maybe like, a cucumber slice or so. It's yeah. like alcohol, slight bit of seltzery, watery. Kind yeah, of sparkly, light. Good. They go down easy. The fact that you live in a van and brought an entire cooler with amazing drink ingredients and a oh, garnish. Oh, oh, and not, oh, and not to mention that hummus. The should, yeah. spinach dip. Spinach yeah. artichoke hummus. Oh, yeah, it yeah. tastes yeah. incredible. Yeah. I don't even like hummus. And you don't eat cucumbers. Really? Don't eat cucumbers. Yeah, I like them with the skin on them. They always de-skin them. And I'm like, you like, like them when they're in Walmart in the pretty little square and then you keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the other day I was like going to make dinner and I thought I had a, a zucchini, but it was actually a cucumber. <laughs> That's so sad. That's sad. When you're ready for that squashy flavor and you get a watermelony flavor, I've never sauteed like, a uh... cucumber. <laughs> Have you ever sauteed a cucumber? Can you? I wouldn't imagine that would taste that bad. I mean, it probably tastes it. like a zucchini. Well, I've had like cucumber and watery drinks, of course, and I've mm-hmm. had it in fruit dips. And yeah, like they that, put it in water. To grill a cucumber would be quite an adventure. I think we have a new goal in life. Grill a cucumber. Yeah, we gotta do the little things. Hey, baby, so, like, you're so Be- cute. Bethany, like, where, where are you? Uh, <laughs> oh, where are you catch originally from? Please tell us where you're from and describe a little bit about your van and your traveling. Um, so I've been living in Birmingham for uh, about twenty years. Alabama. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. Which is funny because that's our sister, brother, neighbor of Mississippi. Yeah, you're like We're two connected. hours from us. Yeah. But I met you in North Carolina and then re-met you in Colorado. So weird. Yeah, small world. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not originally from there, though. Okay. My, my family is from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, generally. Yeah. Well, almost closer. Not quite. But. Yeah. And then... Um, my parents were missionaries, so I moved around a whole lot. Um, lived in Spain and Japan. Uh, I was born. You hear a deep breathing at Simba. <laughs> breathing in the back. We are all okay. Simba is super excited about these hip pads. Okay, anyway, yeah. you lived in Japan and where? Uh, Spain. Wow. Yeah. What part of Spain? So I lived in Madrid for a year. Uh, I've been to Madrid. I <laughs> really? saw I saw a, a soccer game in Madrid and uh Christine Christine no Christian Ronaldo. Wait. I feel like they called Christine. Cristiano Ronaldo. But anyways, yes, he was very good. They played against uh Barcelona, I believe. Madrid oh, against Barcelona. Yeah. So it was a really good game. That is racing. a really good game. How long did you live in Madrid? Uh, I was in Madrid for one year. I was in a town outside of Barcelona for one year. 
And then I was in Oviedo, which is in Basque country, um, for one year. Very cool. Okay, so are those the only two other countries you lived in while your parents were missionaries? Yes. And if you don't mind, will you tell us what awesome little white van you were running around this beautiful country in? So I'm in a 95 Chevy G20. Uh, I, I love my van. It has character. Uh, As it should. <laughs> and you did everything on your own? The electric, you took out extra seats? Yeah. So when I bought it, it was like a full-on conversion van. It has like a fiberglass high top on it. And um, I figured I would probably be able to stand up in like one area if I ripped everything out because um, I'm really short. And so, like, I pulled out, there was carpet, um, all kinds of, <laughs> Simba! Literally, I'm watching Simba. the- Simba! Okay, hold on, we're gonna, we're here. gonna pause for it's a second. It's gonna like someone's in the background just, We're like, gonna try and lay him like, down. Creepy mode, Simba, like, lay down on the carpet! Like, he sits over by her, maybe. Like, come here, lay down. Yeah, it probably sounds like someone's dying. <laughs> Well, you know, he does like to hunt. Oh my gosh. Typical guy. Right? Poor, poor dog cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> what are you doing? Let's just take, we're going to have a moment of silence. Let's just take in his breathing. <laughs> if you heard what sounded like a, a poop or a fart in the back, that was our dog growl. Willow's hiding behind Tyler. Okay, because she does not like other dogs in the van. Simba. If that was audible. It's just hot. We can open this door now that the rain has stopped. Oh, yeah. It's actually nice outside now. (laughs) It was storming. Okay, we'll just leave it Anyway. Okay, so so your van, yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, like, ripped out the walls because they were, like, velour um, covered walls. And uh, Does that mean velvet? Yes. Okay. It's, it's, yes. The shitty velvet. (laughs) I like that. No, it's okay. okay. (laughs) I might make this one explicit. I don't know. (laughs) He acts like he just drank a six pack. (laughs) Speaking of, um, we're all over the place, but whatever. We're having a great time. So I'm drinking a Jack and Coke. Tyler's drinking a Jack and Coke because it's his last day as a, how old are you? 32 year old. I will be 33 tomorrow. 33 so and so we had yeah. to spoil him we went and got a big thing of jack and we got whatever else we need avocados okay and oh, what are you drinking jack and avocados that's all you need in life <laughs> Michelob ultra the, so the real MVP. <laughs> um and what's cool is though like we were at walmart getting ready to meet you and i messaged miss bethany over here and i was like do you need anything because if i was stranded at a really cool camp spot well, like I would probably need something, and she said ultra, and which is cool because I'm like, all right, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna do a podcast <laughs> episode. We're gonna have a drink, and we're out here in literally the middle of nowhere, yeah. but it's just so gorgeous. And there's electricity hookups, so I can yeah. plug that. Whatever. Yeah, we have no water, no, no water, no toilets. No. no, I guess we'll just okay. So where are we again? We are we were at talking San about, Luis. We're, in San we're gonna Luis. talk about where we yeah. are real quick, and um. Because I didn't want to forget this, because I recommend this camping spot to anyone. Thank you for sharing it with us right now. You got a fishing license from where? Where'd you go to get that? I went to Big R. Big R. So yeah. Walmart has Walmart. Walmart. Walmart has them. Uh, and, and I think there's um, a tractor supply. There's actually a wildlife uh, office in Moscow. We're in Moscow. Colorado or something right okay. now. 
and um, but it's only open Monday through Friday. And you paid about a hundred dollars for because that? I'm a non-resident of Colorado, and uh, I wanted an annual license so that that way I can use all of the wildlife facilities that have like camp camping camp spots like this. So yeah. you can't. So it's not even so you can fish. But you said like you were here on your second night. The host of this campground came up and made sure you had proof or something like that. Yeah, he came and checked on. But that's license. worth it because yeah. if like the campground we're staying at, you have to pay fifty a night. Yeah. To stay there. We're with friends and stuff, so it's different for us, but you have to pay 50 a night. So if you pay 50 a night, you've been here two, what, three days? This will be uh, your third since day? Monday. Oh my gosh, so math. That's four days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday? No, it's Friday. No, Friday. So, so you've been, been here been five, five nights. nights. That would yeah. have been $250 if yeah. you had stayed at that campground yeah. and had to pay. So a $100 fishing license for the whole year is pretty good. Yeah, and if, if like, so if I was doing uh, forest campgrounds or whatever, and they're maybe ten to twenty bucks a night, then you know within five nights I pay. You for pay it. for it. Yeah, perfect. And this is probably one of the best camp spots I've ever seen. We're not even camping here tonight. We're just parked with you, but this is gorgeous. I mean, what half a mile is a big lake that the dogs played in. Yeah. Across from us is Mount Blanca and the what is it called the Prestone needles, Preston yep. needles, and also the sand dunes. Yeah, you can see dunes. the sand dunes. Dunes. Dune. 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 Whatever. <laughs> um, that's what you did to get here. And I guess we're just here as your guest. Your fishing yeah, license guest. Okay. Yeah. And we've already made the campground host mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we didn't have our dogs on a leash. We literally got in trouble the first 10 minutes we were here. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, I, need I want to, but I have to get my film out of the closet. Let's go to that after. Okay. Closet. Is that the closet? Uh, yes, it is. Closet, yeah. dressers, <coughs> water, garage. Okay, so let's regroup. Go outside. Yeah. Outside. Oh my gosh. Uh, Willow. Outside. Outside. But I, I totally yep. pride myself go. on my podcast. Like I, In everything else in life, I try to be so perfect and to the book. But because I'm new to podcasting, and there is, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there is a book on how to podcast correctly. Called but, podcasting for and, dummies and at Barnes sound, and Noble. And sound quality is important. But this is van life, and and so many times it's raining, the wind is blowing, my dog is going psychotic because there's a nice civilian walking by, and how dare them exist? Or you know, a guest has a dog. I'm all open for the real sounds because. I don't know. I love Heavy shows breathing. or movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, on that alone show we were talking to you about, there's they keep showing this scene where it's just snow all over the ground and these trees look so dead and someone's going, <gasps> it sounds like they're dying in this wilderness because, you know, it's naked and afraid survival skills. So it really intrigues me. Madison's I want to keep watching until they sur- things is just beyond That's how I got a, a job one time. They're like, if you describe everything like you just described that dessert, you're hired. Um, but anyways, I, I'm only still watching the show because I want to see the part where there's someone camping in that environment and they're like, heavy breathing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and because I have it on a little cell phone arm right so, above our face at midnight. <laughs> that's true. Okay. So back to your cool van. It's a 95? 95. 25 right. years old. Wow. Almost my age. I'm still older I'm than older the van. I'm older than the van. Oh, no. <laughs> older than the van. Um, so what is your, what was the hardest thing you did with your build? Um, so the thing that was the scariest, I would say, is the electricity. 
I've never really done anything like that before. Like I've, I've done, uh, I've done some plumbing stuff. I've dealt with the toilet and. Now you've always lived in the van. No. Okay. No. So where have you lived before? Just so everyone knows what you're talking about. Like you've had to deal with this stuff in an actual house or condo yeah, or something. Yeah. I had a house for like 12 years. Like a normal human. Script. Like a normal human. <laughs> like three bedroom, two bath, two car garage. So weird. And the birds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was. Pay uh, a garbage bill and everything. Garbage bill. Uh, yeah. All the Able things. to shower whenever you want. I had a shower. Gosh. Two toilets what a- that flushed. That flushed, <laughs> except for when that one broke. And do you not oh, get which asked? Is what you're talking about? Yeah. Do you not get asked all the time? Like, what do you do to make money, and where do you poop? Like, and where do you shower? <laughs> like, yeah. those three questions. Yeah, it's, where where do you go to the bathroom? Is definitely how do you stay clean? How do you make money? It's yeah, like, uh, I'm I'm still figuring out the money. Well, that, I'm glad you didn't say poop art. Like, <laughs> I just have little bags. I just circled the van a couple on, times. <laughs> like my dog. Like, we started talking about. <laughs> we started this by like laughing about how you didn't know you had a poop bag in your pocket. You gave me your poop bag yeah. for Willow. <laughs> And then Simba pooped, and he needed a poop bag, but we found a random bag on the ground. We had yeah. it. We used it. But now, yeah, if you just pooped in bags, it'd be like the van of poop bags. Potty Mouth <laughs> Poop my, Cast was zooming with us right now. Yeah, shout out to Potty Mouth Poop Cast. That's so confusing, but I love it. <laughs> two girls. Okay. Anyways, um, so your electrical was the hardest part? Yeah, for sure. So I went from... Uh, I mean, I, I've done some things before where I've had to like touch electrical, but mm-hmm. that's like, change the light bulb. Well, uh, I played with the light bright. <laughs> I I rewired a thermostat on my like hot water heater once. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Didn't what, even know that was a thing. Yeah, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Burn the skin off Hopefully your body. Hopefully, you get it right. Yeah, you messed up one time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my sisters, I have. I'm the oldest of six. Wow. I have four younger sisters. So they're used to getting these kind of messages from me. So I'm about to do something. Uh, I am. If you don't hear from me in like five minutes, I need you to just go ahead and call 911. I may have been electrocuted. I may have been electrocuted. I may have cut off a finger. You know, like. What a cool call to make. Like, I'm such a cool person. Like, I may be dead in the next 10 minutes. (laughs) I'm that cool. <laughs> or not dumb. Okay, not fair dumb. enough. Fair enough. But at least you're trying. Yeah. So, so it ended up working well though, because you have lights and everything. Yeah. So everything is 12 volts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have an inverter. Um, I I have a how many watt solar panels? I have 200 watts, but only 100 is set up right now. You have oh, do yeah. you have 200 watts? So do you have two panels or one panel that's 200 watts? I have two panels, and they're 100 watt each. Yeah, and one of them is only wired up right now. Why? Um, Other ones just kind of because I just on the roof. yes, <laughs> I I bought it like right before I left, mm-hmm. and um, to get on top of the like van and do all of that stuff is. Or like everything kind of changed last minute, or had you had this trip planned? Um, so it had been planned for a while because uh, I was living in a condo, I was renting it, and I applied to go to grad school in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I got accepted to go to grad school in like April. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thanks. Really? Super pumped about that. So the school is actually in, you know, all the way across the country. So I was planning on that move anyway. Yeah, from Birmingham to Seattle. Yeah, but then COVID happened. Yeah, the COVID. The COVID. Literally as much as we try not the to make it matter, it does matter. Like, I think we try to not let it affect our daily life as much as possible, but it just is. It, it really is. Yeah. It completely changed your schedule then, I guess. Yeah, so I was actually supposed to go out to Seattle in March, okay. um, wow. which was when everything blew up out there. And it's July 24th yeah. right now. Yeah, well, I was going to go out there to interview. Oh, okay. For, for like... The kind of administration kind of deal, or... For getting into the program, mm. yeah. So, like, they had this big program where you could come in and, like... Um, visit the school and um, and then they would spend time getting to know you and seeing if you were a good fit for the program. Because you're in a specific field that I'm sure is very important because you're a project manager. I So, yes, I have been a project manager in technology for 15-ish years. Okay. Um, but I'm transitioning into counseling psychology. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, w- I would let you cancel me. Counsel me? Cancel. Cancel. Cancel you out. <laughs> is, is that how you say it? Cancel me? Yeah. Yeah, because I need some counseling in my life. But yeah. you have such a calming spirit, like we talked about. You're very and, good and, with and, people. And I want listeners to know, like, I don't think you're lazy or incapable. <laughs> okay, I'm still what? stuck on the second solar panel. This chick is five foot like two. <laughs> like, so her climbing up on this van and like yeah. doing this. I was like the whole time at first when y'all were talking, I was trying to imagine you installing a solar panel. I was like, yeah, let's see why she's kind of put that off. Like, well, it's, it's that's a big climb. I'm not setting my toilet. <laughs> yeah, that is a puts off dumping out the, the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But go on. What it, go ahead. So. Yeah, counseling psychology. I've been wanting to go to the school for uh, probably like twelve years. Not um, long. Then. Wow. Yeah. So what a what That's kind of a cr- squash on oh, the Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, there, to finally yeah. get it to to apply for you're it. There. To get you're like to be accepted. at the gates of that twelve year long goal. That's incredible. Well, what's been interesting about the whole thing is so last year I bought the van, kind of on a whim because Asheville was also your first van life rally yeah did, like now, mine did yeah. you have this van there I did yeah. because I I know I, I missed it like three yeah days, Tyler missed that one yeah there three days later but, but so you had this van you had just bought but it, it wasn't was it full-time it was not full-time at the moment I didn't have was it all like gutted it was gutted and bed and all that was I had a bed I had the flooring and I had the walls but not the fridge and the panels and all that kind of stuff yeah my electrical I don't think was in yet you were glamping I was glamping (laughs) what was it like leaving Asheville Van Life Rally where it made van life seem very normal because I know that's what it did for me it kind of opened my eyes like I'm not just the only one and so I did it and I was like this is this can happen long term but I was in it. I was already living that, in the van, in like the van full time. But this was my first experience with East other van Coast lifers. Van life rallies. That what was, was huge. Like, what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was thousands of people. I think. I don't know about fact, the biggest, it but it's for over sure huge. Four hundred right? different rigs. But then the Saturday, people from all over the country came and visited and looked at our vans. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was it like going back home? And then I guess while I'm asking that question, uh-huh. what was it like from going back home to wherever you naturally lived to then transitioning to full time? Any stagnants life? or anything? So I I spent a whole week um, getting to Asheville. North Carolina. Yeah. So we did a whole week. Me and a friend of mine. She has a van too. And we just kind of like traveled mm-hmm. along can, the way. Can you say what van that is, or does she have a tag or a title or follower? She she doesn't really have a like tag. social media. Yeah. What uh? But she has a ProMaster, and so we worked that whole week, like full time at your jobs, at, at our jobs, yeah. and so it was kind of like this test run of like, can I do remote work? Um, cause my job was already 100% remote, but yeah. because I know a little bit about you, you've now had to quit that job because they didn't want you being so remote, even though it was remote. They didn't want me being part-time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and it's hard to be full-time when you have so much more to do because you don't have the foundation and the daily routine of, of everything being set up for you. You're in a van every day is like a fresh routine. Every it, single day. I could do full-time um, work if I yeah. wasn't going to school. If, if, oh, uh, okay. It's, it's the grad school that's really throwing a wrench in, like, my job. Oh. So, because, I mean, it's cross-country, but also you would have to do a lot of work for, for that. Yeah, because I'm going to You were planning around that completely. Yeah, that was everything. Your, that was your priority, was the grad school. Everything is about getting to grad school. So So what has changed since you applied, got accepted and now? Yeah. So I had, I had kind of been banking on that. I would be able to transition the job to Mm part-time. And they weren't ready for a part-time employee. Yeah. Not for this particular type of job. But that's okay. Yeah. Because doors are closed for other doors to open. But just so the listeners know and real people, because we're real people, you had to quit your job to get to the next step that you wanted to be at, that you held higher? Yeah. I mean, it was, so they really tried to get me to stay mm-hmm. um, and and work full-time uh, and continue, like, doing my job, which I did love my job. It's a great company. I love the company I work for. Um, woo-woo, Ceridian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely shout out. Uh, Not everyone loves their job. (laughs) They're a great company. Uh, And um, anyway, just like I didn't want to have to split my energy. And I was already working like 60 hours a week. Um, And to have to like, I mean, going into counseling psychology that is important. That's where you're like putting yourself out there to help other people and help hurt, break, uh, help them succeed. Like, yeah, you are very important in that line of work. And I don't want to half-ass it. So, um, I just felt like it was more important for me to try to find like some other way to supplement my income, even if I, you know, no matter because you what know that's is. what you want to do. You have to go to grad school to get to that next step yeah. to be able to do that professionally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you want to sure. do it for a middle school, high school, adult? adult. adult. Definitely. <laughs> I would say <laughs> we're good. Okay, go on. My. What I would really like to work with is uh, women in transition. 
So I've had a lot of transitions in my life. I was a single mom for 18 years. Wow. Raised my son by myself, never had any kind that of extra kind of just women who feel like everything they've known is collapsing or change I even can, for the better or worse for both yeah <laughs> and now you're living van life that yeah. is so incredible what does your son think of van life so he's 24 mom's crazy yeah. <laughs> he's 24 so like where do i hook up my college because age? i'm 27 so i feel like i guess i'm closer to your son's age but you're more in line with who i am as an individual than anyone Lifestyle. well if he was here you guys would love him because he's like totally I mean, adventurous yes definitely he he Fun actually doctor. has a van um, what yeah he yeah. has a van life. <laughs> he has cheers. a yeah, cheers. Like, cheers. Like, yeah. So he has a Chevy too, uh, but it's not running right now. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. That's part of it. That's part of this journey that you you work so hard for something that either doesn't run stop or you pay for it, and then the yeah. transmission has to be replaced. Are the or you're driving through Texas and one of your tires <laughs> blows out. Which happened to you, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Wow. My argument to that is, so your home never moves. And then other people could say, so at least I know my mind's going to break down. I know where I'm gonna. I know where I'm gonna be. Yes. I couldn't imagine <laughs> having a blowout in a random town. I know it's coming because these tires are getting old, but that's and really cool. So you got all new tires and kept going. Yeah. Which is then when, okay, so you saw my Five, van, you saw my like, van, like, as you were driving by? Yeah, so I was in New Mexico, um, staying at a wildlife refuge there. Ironic, okay. Yeah, because apparently that's what I like. I think Bethany's <laughs> secretly wildlife. Like she's, at <laughs> night, wildlife. that inner creature comes out and she explores, <laughs> and like... I can see you being Chupa a gazelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had been staying there for like a few days and it was lovely. Um, but hot. No, it was actually quite oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, it was in the high 80s during the day, but. No humidity, I, right? Like the good old South we're from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, what is I, 90 when there's like 35% humidity? Like, when it's 80, 90% humidity, oh, my totally gosh. Totally different game. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the temperature was dropping yeah. down into the 60s at night. So, I I left there uh, and was actually headed to Santa Fe. And I was going to do Santa Fe over the weekend, like, do laundry, do a little cleaning up, um, hang out. Sounds like do Cinderella. I'm going to get to this city. I'm going to do all of this. And none of it is. What I was thinking was the weekend is a good time to be in a city because the campgrounds aren't full. Like everybody's out leaning. Yeah. Yeah. So like on the weekends, like everybody's in. And those who are going to the city, may I say they are. There are events or maybe things going on. COVID yeah. for sure slowing that down. But on the normal, yeah. on the weekends, that's when you kind of have all of your family and friendly things going on. Yeah. And so it makes sense to go into the into a town sure. on the weekend and then look for a place to camp during right. the week. Everybody's working, doing their normal nine to five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they're not out in the woods. So. Nothing fun going on in the city. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, 
I was headed towards Santa Fe, and as I was going into New Mexico, I kept seeing all of these signs that were saying, like, 14-day quarantine for all visitors. You must self-isolate. And oh, that's not welcoming. Where's the gas? Pedal <laughs> on the right. Pedal on the right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, surely they're not very serious, or maybe they just had those up for a while. Right. No. <laughs> They just reenacted because they had a huge spike. They just reenacted like this quarantine um, thing. Quarantine for all visitors. In New Mexico. In New Mexico. So a lot don't, of states. Yeah. Don't go to New Mexico. We went last year. Uh, about this time or a little earlier last little year, little. we went to Roswell, New Mexico, with my mom and little brother for um, the alien. Fourth of convention. July Roswell convention. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. We dressed as aliens. Um, you all did. I, you, okay, he had a I face did, paint, and, and then, then I got mad, and, and then I like, melted, and then I had a eyeballs. heat stroke, and then I wiped it all off. Yeah, he wiped it off. Like, <laughs> four like, hours of makeup preparation I was, was wiped off. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we went to this festival. They had a parade at the end. Um, Willow, I think, was dressed as an alien. What are you doing? I think Willow um, is an alien. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, my mom has been really heartbroken that they, because she was planning on coming this year. So, she ordered the whole, like, Roswell Festival that never happened, you know, t-shirt, the, the keychain. There's a podcast about Roswell, which I actually do recommend because it's interesting. But we were there this time last year, and it was it was beautiful. None of us <laughs> knew that in a few months, festivals, music festivals, right, parades, everything has been just kind of turned off for now. You know, th- there's nothing more to say about it as much as it's probably necessary, but it's unfortunate at the same time. Yeah. And we're all kind of just having to get used to it. But it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Normally, we were, like, planning our lives around whatever we held high. Like, do you want to go to Las Vegas for the weekend? Do you want to go to that music festival? I just, I don't know. It, it constantly kind of hits me in the face. And I have to remember that we are living in history being made. Your for history. Sure. I know. But you don't really have to be aware of that in right. the moment, normally. We're more complacent living day to day and just what we're used to like our lifestyle living in a van you know used to being uncomfortable used to having to think outside the box to get necessities met you know that is our norm so we're still able to travel and we're traveling around with very minimal things we would rather be hungrier or dirtier for longer to experience a view that most people live their entire life without seeing that is kind of great because we're at a campground where we see RVs. Everyone is buses. living outside the yeah, box. Yeah, we're all obviously yeah. more than six feet apart. We, we all have this box, and then all of a sudden, uh, whatever you want to call this happens. Um, that virus happens. Pandemic. The pandemic happens, and now we're all just like, oh, I do. There, there are people that, like, I was laughing because I told her, I said, this is not funny, but funny to me. They said the divorce rate is like crazy because people are like oh. not working and like. And staying. the opposite. Yeah. Because all of the people who have been quarantined by themselves, yeah. I did how many weeks? I did like at least six weeks by myself. And I was like, dude, this sucks. I'm like talking to the dog all the time. <laughs> like, like it's yeah, ready like, to cook dinner with me. Your <laughs> blender has a personality. I, I have Wilson. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> the volleyball. Yeah. So like I can see uh, all the single people are going to be like, dude, I got to get married. So I'm not having to be by myself. Right. And then and all, all the people married, get married are like, I got to get the out of this relationship. Yeah. I got to get out of this house. I got to get it, out of this driveway. It definitely <laughs> puts a fire under things that were already maybe not working for sure. And so like, 
I like that. Transitioning to living in a van during all of this. I mean. Which you did. Yeah. You yeah. gave up your condo and makes- transitioned to a van full time. Zero sense <laughs> to quit a full time. Well, such is life. <laughs> Great. So why did you do it? Why did you go from astral van life, not living in a van full time, but you for some reason sought out this experience yeah. just to go back to your condo, then to be in the place that you're at right now? Like, what were things that stood out, and why did you do it? So I kind of um, it was a progression of things. Like sure. I bought the van. I've always been an avid camper, backpacker. Like nomadic kind of mm-hmm. feeling, like want to hit the road off beaten path. Yeah, yeah, my son and I have done multiple big back uh, backpacking car trips. You know, uh, we've gone out west several times. Um, gone, you are. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am now. Uh, you know, I've dug plenty of holes to poop in. Um, (laughs) yeah, buried it. I'm used to that. Uh, and so this was like luxury camping to me. This with a with a whole van that has everything you ever need in it. Her her biggest thing as listeners, everyone listening now who has listened in the past knows her biggest thing was I love this lifestyle, yet I hate spending days or hours packing all of this. There's like a nostalgic, awesome feeling to it. To pack but, it. But when you do it and then you get back home and it's all wet, it's all it's all dirty, it's all gotta be clean. And you it's have to all be at work be at about three PM and you're like, She was like, I wanna do this full time and I don't just mean on the weekends. Yeah. And I was like, I'm I'm feeling that. What are you thinking? Here we are. How yeah, how is that? How, how is that to you and your son? Do you remember like packing all of the supplies, everything, and now to make the perfect camp. Now you're place. driving your full time home and life around with you. Yeah. So, um, actually, I used to worry about like having everything with me. Now you know you have everything, right or no? Well, I'm like, if I don't, the the world that we live in, I can get it. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's. True. There's like the beginning of this week, you were in town doing laundry. Shoot, less than a month ago, girl had a flat tire, and <laughs> I mean, that, do you recognize how cool you are? Where you can literally, you're driving into a new state, a new town, no idea really where you're going to end up. Blow a tire while you're driving, end up needing all new tires. So that's not yeah. only emotionally draining; that's financially draining. Because oh, tires so are expensive. expensive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, then, but it is worth it because you know that that should last right, like, for the like next if, hundreds if I of may, miles. We got here today, and what was your first story you told us? How a guy here 30 feet away oh, from yeah, you yeah. set up a telescope, and you he invited you to look, and you got to see Saturn. Did you see something cool? Saturn yeah, that. and its rings. Uh, yeah, I saw Saturn and uh, Jupiter. And I got to see the Andromeda constellation and like multiple globulas. And which for are, a like, lot, star maybe, maybe. Wow. So freaking cool. Like, like, if you have no care in the world about stars and all that, it is still so neat. I didn't to, know to anything. experience that, right? Like, yeah. it's mind blowing. It's yeah. like, wow, I've heard about Saturn a billion times. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the Saturn yeah. other I- than a photo. Like I straight up freaked out. Like he was like, "Okay, you can like look through the telescope. There, there's Saturn." 
It was the coolest thing I've ever right. seen. So my payoff um, is, if people could see your face right now, you got to experience and cherish and do something that some may never do. Yeah. People might live to be 90 years old and no Saturn's there, but they'll never see it. Yeah. Never. And you did. And, and like, what's cool is you didn't, I don't think you planned to go no. to Alamosa. You know? No, it, or see Saturn. <laughs> we yeah. definitely didn't plan to link up, but this, we've been in Colorado here, in Alamosa, Colorado, for two weeks. And while we are enjoying ourselves with our friends, but they're having a lot of responsibilities and we're also working on a house in the meantime. But here, sitting here with you, looking out at Mount Blanc, at, the, beautiful lake. at the Cresto Needles, like. at a lake at Sand Dune, Dunes. Ladies, we are um, here. It's, a, it's <laughs> like. incredible. And we only got here because of ran, a random word called van life. Yeah. And, and I think like, oh, like I would quickly say, I don't know how I ended up here, yeah. but I could tell you it would take a long time. But ultimately, we all are like minded in yeah. a way that we value regular life means, but we cherish the views and the uncharted territories more. What, what was that and you think old... you can have both. Yeah. Like we can have both. People, people look at living in a van. I've had friends or family and they, they look at living in a van. Even I've had times where I look at living in a van is like really low, is low scale it? and like, really poor like, or, it's hard. you know, maybe it is hard. like, do I have and a, its own way? It's hard. And I, and I have to be asked, like, do I have a vision? Do I have any goals or have I just let go of everything I've ever learned? And I'm just kind of homeless, but no, like, I am finally seeing things freely and naturally in a way that I only dreamed of seeing for so many years. I'm literally looking out at mountaintops right now, and I'm a small, poor person from Mississippi. But this is my backyard, front yard, whatever you want to call it. And I'm meeting like-minded people that also desire that, but it doesn't come it's naturally. It's so easy to pick up your phone and swipe up. And see people living these destinations and these journeys. But when you're out and here living, when you're, it, you're doing here. it yourself, you can't help but put on the biggest smile possible. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like when you're taking rain. You showers. can have the worst day. <laughs> you can have the worst day, and when you just look out and you're like, "But I'm here." It's surreal right now because I can't look at either one of you without seeing this freaking huge mountain. Fourteen thousand. Oh, that's cacti. more than that. Like yeah, it's, it's thousands. Number of four. Feet. Yeah, number in the state. It is the wow. highest mountain. What Mount Blanca? Yeah. After that mountain, that is the highest mountain there is. After it, there is nothing east of it, all the way to the Atlantic Ocean, any higher. It's just crazy because I'm used to looking out my front window and seeing Walmart. Which, you know, we looked out and saw Walmart really cool. with mountains behind it. It's, it's really cool to look out your window and see Walmart because you know that whatever you need is there. You know, you can even you like can put out your money. <laughs> yeah. People are going to probably give you money. I you can know, even go in and brush my teeth secretly with my toothbrush or toothpaste in my pocket. But pocket. you can't poop because they're always under maintenance. Yeah, they're always claiming so the bathrooms. Anyways. <laughs> Um, Pooping. <laughs> but well, yeah, there's mountains. It always comes back. We yeah. went and explored water. We came from Walmart and a liquor store and all these other crazy just. And yet third, we feel like, like we're so far from everything right now. So I don't yeah. know. I just anytime someone tells me that they don't understand the life that I live or they look down on it, try it for yourself. Um, just... I'm not mad at them. I just I kind of feel bad for them because. They haven't experienced it. They haven't experienced something so outside the box that gave them something deeper than what they were used to getting from some high that they had to spend a lot of money on. 
Yeah. And out here, you can literally just, you just wake up, you exist, but you also still feel a purpose. You're, you're dead on. And this is kind of a random example. But like when I was growing up, I, I never loved the sport of baseball. Okay. And my dad was like, come with me. Let's go to these Cincinnati Reds games. And he would take me to the ballpark and we would, he would get his beer. And when I was 21, of course, I'd get my beer. <laughs> and we, we'd have our hot dogs and our pretzels and our peanuts. And I could care less about that game happening in front of me. Cut some but hot dogs. Oh the hot God. dogs. <laughs> I know. Nachos. That, that, Nachos. That experience of everyone, these 30, 40, 50, whatever thousand people, or, or even to me, if it was just me and my dad in this ballpark. It was just the experience of, I have or haven't ever done this, but yet here I am experiencing something so many will never get to experience, like you said. You don't know what you're missing. You, you, I can care less about soccer. She's told me stories about being in Barcelona, going and watching well, Spain, we about Spain yeah. yep. beating soccer. I could not imagine yeah. the vibes and the intensity. Oh, but it's in basically that. like this. It's just yeah. in, in the environment. To eat your own is what I'm saying. And, and you don't know what yeah. you're missing until you try it. It's I think, just, like, I would definitely say right now, trying to transition into living into a van is more difficult during so. the pandemic yeah. because showers starbucks gyms yeah, yeah you're right like our Things. membership at planet fitness was cut off for at least three months because yeah. they weren't letting people in yeah you can't just go sit in a starbucks and use wi-fi or whatever so it is a little bit more difficult but i also know that like this isn't for everyone no it's not and yeah. it's okay, right? There, and that's fine. There are people who, who need to wake up and feel uh, what security. 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 We all have security use. that means something different to Everyone's us. security is very different. That is yeah. correct. That's great. Mine happens to be like a doggo. A doggo. <laughs> I like that you doggo. say doggo. I feel like a doggo is a new word that we're transitioning into. Like a, like I, I, want, I said a post the other day on my Instagram. I was like, who is that doggy in the window? But I really want to say doggo because more often when someone loves their dog as much as I love my dog, like they're talking about doggos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I, you how many times have you heard the word kiddo? Like, yeah. Like, oh, I, kiddo. I still say that to my I son. I love that word, kiddo. It's okay. Like, we're going to regroup. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what are your plans? So you, so your plan when you gave up your, your keys yeah, to your condo in Alabama. Yeah. Which everything sure is storage. You, okay, so you have a storage We all have unit. one of those. We got Everyone who unit. does van life has a storage unit. And if you I don't, swear. I high five you because one. that's <laughs> impressive because I just can't let go of everything. Okay, so you had, yeah, you have a storage in Alabama, mm -hmm. but you were going to Seattle for grad school, you know, like growing yourself, but now you're in Colorado. What are your future plans? How do you feel? What's on your mind? So in September, I'll be starting school full time. For sure. Yeah. You said it went from in class to online though? Yeah. So I'll be completely remote. So the, um, the school like specializes in relational type things. Psychological so, things. Yeah. And just being in person face to face. And, um, so I'm sure there are some things that will be lost during mm -hmm. this first year of not being able to be there in person. But I was like, this is an unexpected gift because what it means is I can be location independent. 
for the next year. Would it be safe to say that that seems like something that fits right in your heart? Oh, yeah. You've taken so many risks. I feel like you're not ready to just go sit in some typical box that people are telling you when to wake up, where to be. Which, you know, going to Seattle, I was still like, I'm going to try to live in a van in Seattle Mm -hmm. because it's so expensive there. And I wanted to prioritize. um, I wish I had known about van life when I went to college because I would have saved so much money. Not going. No, well, obviously. But I finished with a degree. But if I had, because I'm still paying on loans five years later. So if I had stayed in a van that I, not only, because I went to a a very Christian-like college. (laughs) So, you know, if I were to have male friends come visit me in my own, you know, to me house while I was in college, they had to sign a, a piece of paper. Satan. It had to be, it had to be at certain times what a week. Did you I went to a, a place Christian called college. Mississippi College. Oh, my son got a scholarship there for are playing you soccer. Yeah. Is that where you went? That's a great no, soccer no. school. No. It's That's a, where you went okay, no, it's a great school and I've I've made the best friends there. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really in debt for went. the rest of my life yeah. because of a box that I, I, you know, I loved, I loved dorm life. I definitely wanted to leave my hometown to go to college. So I knew that was going to be expensive, but I have met people and found out about people, women and males who lived in a van instead of paying for door, a door. And they save thousands of dollars. My, my debt would be cut in half if I hadn't stayed in some dorm room that I had all these rules on that I never knew how to decorate. And if I just sat in the parking lot in my sexy van and invited all my homies. This is, I'm not going to go deep into this, but I literally read a story where a college girl stayed in her, her vehicle and they literally kicked her out of college. That has, I, that would be crazy. For me to bring that up right now is kind of like random right, we because don't I don't have my, my facts right. in front of me. Well, we'll follow but up. But it happened and I want to follow up on that because that is sad. Maybe yeah, I literally saw well, that since we started the Van Life thing. I think that there have been a lot of kids who uh, and who tried this. They said they were worried about their health and their like... Well, who have tried to live like psyche. on campus right. in a van. Um and the the school has said that they can't Correct. stay. Is it on because campus. of a liability? I think or it's yes. It's, it's yeah. just like what, what does? But it's really uh, just beating imagine, the system and then not being okay with it. Nine out yeah. of ten of those because, kids, instead of getting a dorm, slept in their cars in the parking lot. How would that? Okay, look? Well, cars is different than what Van, we are. Vans, I have a full size vans. How would that look to have a parking lot full of vans of students sleeping in there? I think that it's, would look like a, a system that isn't broken as much it, as our it could, school system. But it could also look like something that needs some security no, because, because of the what our school system looks like, and that's what my personal school Uh-oh. they build. We going to so I, I leave i stayed in three different dorms while i was at this college okay so while i was graduating they were building these incredible they toured on this old school across the street behind a kroger they built these amazing apartment like buildings so you oh, finally yeah. Felt like oh yeah adult. yeah i saw them yeah, yeah, you, yeah you've yeah. seen them in person yeah. so they're incredible they raised the rent or the the price by thousands of dollars they're so expensive. so to to even be able to experience you pay something more than so a married beautiful. family with children and a home owned. I mean, really, like with a mortgage. And either you're, you're going to be in debt almost for it like forever, three quarters that is, or your student. parents are rich enough, or your guardians are rich enough to front that bill. Yeah. But realistically, we, we know a guy. Who, realistically, who I feel this. richer in this van yeah. than I ever felt living in a dorm, or I even had a house with three different roommates while I was in college. 
and I feel more in control and more aware control of my surroundings. Sure. Yeah. And I just feel cool. Like, I feel like, hey, it's raining outside. Do you want to come into my house and just hang out and have a drink or chill and watch TV? Then, or do you want, because at my Christian college, you couldn't go in each other's dorms after 7 p.m. So we would sit on the benches or the swings that they were nice enough to provide. But I tell you oh, what, those... every 30 minutes, there was like a, a sprinkler Chaperone switch. Or, yes. Yeah. Like sprinklers would go off and that, how that dare you the, be outside. That was the gardener like looking but at then, you guys like. like <laughs> wait, wait, t-shirt contest in the middle of <laughs> know, right? Mississippi College. What? I just helped every dude there. Oh my like, gosh, I, swear. <laughs> I mean, well, I, was, I think I was too. Simba is, is, is like, seriously. His face couldn't get any closer to that class. <laughs> <I guess just laughs> He's obviously depressed. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're so off topic. What is even our topic right now? All right. What are your, your plans? Do we, so you're going, so you're still going to grad school, but it's going to be online? Grad school will be online and starting so you're not in September. going to Seattle. You're not rushing to Seattle instead. Well, Seattle is kind of a hot mess right now. They're having a lot of riots. And oh, Seattle, Seattle and Oregon, both Portland. Are yeah, just yeah. So tough. it's which are normally two key spots for Van Life. And um, so in Seattle, you can actually live legally in your on vehicle. the south of the road. Yep. Yeah. That's why. It's, and not have to worry about pretending no, like you're not no. living in your vehicle. Uh, yeah. There's designated, there's streets that literally say like no, no street side overnight parking or like, and then yeah. there are lots of streets that allow Yeah, it. so. You, I know from YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, I did quite a bit of research looking into that because I was like, I, you know, I have to worry about Simba, obviously. Um, sure. Like, how do I keep him in a van? And he's a and two-year-old. Three, he's three. Oh, he's almost three. He's three. That little nugget. Mm. Um, so, so photogenic. <laughs> She's day. almost three October. Yeah, Willow's gonna be so. three soon, but your dog is just so photogenic. <laughs> I can't get her. I, I think one of the best pictures I've ever taken is of your dog in the back of your van on my Instagram. <laughs> we he, get him. He has more facial expressions than anyone I've ever seen. He's like, <laughs> he is also so judgy. Like the judgiest dog ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, what a that is a great picture. All right, coming soon to you on Instagram at Love Your Van Life. At eighty-seven. Look at the Sandys as mountains. And what is your Instagram? Bethany.Sylvan. Okay. S Y L V A. Yes. And Simba is a gorgeous, sexy puppy. Okay. So, so now I'm, I'm. I'm taking a couple of months just to bounce around and figure things out. Visit random friends, visit family. Like you said, you have a sister in Denver that you'll yeah. be seeing soon. Yeah, um, I have a few friends. What's visit. it like traveling with a dog? I think a lot of people are interested. People, because I meet a lot of people who are aspiring It takes as much lifers. as it gives to me. Oh, it's there's both. It there's a good both. There's it's there's totally worth it. Yeah. But you have to be a dog person, right? right? You like have to be you... willing to sacrifice your own selfish wants and desires for what is good for your dog. I mean, I I love that dog, <laughs> and his comfort is way more important than mine. I will sweat in the van, no problem. But I worry about him, you know. Madison, something too. that has almost yeah. brought me and Tyler to our personal to like to like points. permanent like I'm going my own path is like it's usually Willow. It's like I it's, every it's inconvenience that sounds. she brings to the equation, like 
okay, well, our, all of these new friends we met are going to this restaurant. Well, I don't need to go because it's too hot outside and I need to be with her. And or, I'm like, but they're all going. And yeah. she's like, no. And I'm just like, it's okay. Yeah. We're not. She's like, you're going, apparently. I'm not. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm that's the child because we are definitely opposite sides. He's not. And he's I've never gone. Dog. I've never actually gone and done anything. He's a dog her. person, but he doesn't. Right. He would not I don't, like to sacrifice. I would his not sacrifice my dog. own happiness for another animal. And for me, like she's my her. she's my family, and like he's my partner. And to her, she owes but it with, to the dog to sacrifice. But herself. he well, has like a, a choice. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. He has a choice to be with me at the end of the day. She is mine. At the, end, at of the, the day, end of the no day, what. we're in the van eating sandwiches. And you know what? I'm still laughing. I'm still having fun. I'm looking at Willow with a stink eye. And I'm just <laughs> and like. And sometimes her cuteness and sweetness surprises you. It like comes she's, back. Yeah. She's looking at me like, why are all these people in my van right now? And I'm not able to be up in there. She, and Madison definitely makes up for it. She's like, you know that you know that thing you want me to go do next weekend? Well, it's uh, it's it's van life weather for Willow. So I we're going to go do it. And I'm like, let's do it. This life yeah. will constantly prepare so, you for, I think, a life of compromise. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely have to prioritize what's yeah. important to you. Like we That's all. That's the way to say it. What's important to you? Because yeah. what's important to you is very different than what's important to anyone else. So yeah. It's so to each their own. I think when you get into such a small space, um, when you're so far away For from sure. the rest of your like and it's normal, important that you definitely have what you need. Normal yeah. what? Your normal routine, your support system, yeah. like. Everything that you knew before, like, what is it? I mean, you're a permanent camper. What is it you take with you? And I think that that is so interesting. You can tell so much about somebody by, like, what they end up taking in their, like, in (laughs) In their their bed. That's right. Like, I love those pictures where people have all their stuff, like, laid out. Oh, I know, with a drone. Like, what if I had a bunch of handcuffs and chains and whips up in there? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) On a second, chips and dip. What what are your top five things that you have loved about having with you during this van life journey? Um... So, oh my gosh. Uh, I know. <laughs> oh, it's like a child of Legos. Is Simba? So... I'm, I'm guessing Simba. Simba's, Simba's number one. Aww. But, like, I, I couldn't go anywhere without him. Like, he is my security. He is my companion. Like Now, did he did he enter your life when a lot of other things exited your life? Was that kind of a transition? Or did he come later? So, Simba was actually my son's dog. Okay. So, I think, I think we need to... If, this hasn't become clear. I am way older than the normal uh, van lifer. She says way older, and I swear you would think she was 34. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you want to share your age, though? Because I'm yeah. all about, you know, being real with yourself. Yeah, and, these and listeners need to know who are your age. encouraging or... people who have already accepted their fate to realize that they can get up and sure. create a whole new one. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm 44 years old. Yeah. Uh, Do it. <laughs> And, uh, you know, had a corporate job, um, had a house, uh, raised a son, and I'm an empty nester. Um, yeah. It's, and got an awesome dog named Simba. And, and I have an awesome dog. So my dog was actually my son's dog, and he had Simba for a year. Um, he rescued Simba. Um, Simba was born under a porch somewhere near Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Wow. And, and um, do you know what kind of species dog uh, breed he is? 
He is part pit, part Vishla. He looks. He doesn't Weird. look a ton okay, of pit. Cool. He, to <laughs> to, to me, he doesn't look but like Sounds maybe Russian. a quarter pit. Like he doesn't yeah. look a lot. Like you can a pit. see it in his like big old noggin. Right, like in his yeah. jawbone, like yeah. his, his structure. Yeah. Right, but other okay. than that, he looks very like very friendly. Very and y'all yeah. seem to have hit it all. Yeah. So Simba came to live with me for a brief period of time uh, because my son was was in transition. And so I was like, sure, you know, I'll keep the dog. Which was really great for me, actually, because I was selling my house at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, everything you knew was changing. It actually, like, the whole sale of my house fell through on the day of closing. And so I had to live in my house, like, completely oh, wow. empty because I had moved everything out. I expected that. In, into a storage unit. So I basically had, like, a mug. Oh my god! A twin size mattress on the floor. Um, it's some gym. <laughs> Actually, it was bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> and so, um, Simba came to live with me during that time, and my house was so empty, like all of my creature comforts. I like it. I don't know. Like, it was so hard. Right. So much harder than living in a van. Like, in a van, at least I get to pick the stuff that comes with me. I had literally nothing. Nothing. And not because you had nothing, but because you had set yourself up for nothing. Well... For, and, for something more different. It was unexpected. All of my all of my stuff was in... I'm gonna just pee outside. Don't I am the host. <laughs> keep, sharing, keep sharing great content. I have to pee now. I'm gonna be like, this will be keep between like. So this, the this guy is over here. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Oh, so Simba. Um, so Simba came to live with me for a brief period of time. That brief period of time. I dragged on into, um, like, two years. And then um, Simba officially became mine. It was like, okay, son, you might think you love this dog, but you're not getting him back. <laughs> like, I well, love this actually, dog. Actually, <laughs> so, I think there's a rainbow on the mountain over there. Look at that. Look at that. There face. sure is. It is that yellow, is green, the purple, craziest blue. craziest thing I've ever yeah. seen. I'm so I've sorry. I've never seen a rainbow lay on the ground. That like, is insane. Let's see if we can get a picture of that. There, there's no way that'll come through. Will it? Yep. Oh my god. That is... Slightly. That is so freaking cool. So your son had Simba. He had him for a year. You connected with Simba. How has Simba helped you in your van life? Like, obviously, a good friend of me, Madison's, once said... I'm paraphrasing having another heartbeat around is more than like you will realize. Yeah. And for you, is Simba that heartbeat? Oh, absolutely. Like I've always been a dog person ever since I was a little kid. And, um, I had, I had a dog for like 13 years. Uh, actually also my son's dog. Um, but, uh, uh, that dog passed away like five years ago now. And, I was kind of like waiting to get another dog. Right. Um, and my son adopted Simba. And I was like, hey. <laughs> you know, like, 
So my son and I were actually talking about me moving into the van. Um, what's yeah. his heart? He's he's like got a a GPS app like on my phone. Three sixty. Yeah, life three sixty. Mom, you need an alarm system. This dog <laughs> is perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he was like, um, you know, Simba's been with you for a couple of years now, and I kind of feel like he's your dog, and I worry about you being out there by yourself sure. and and Simba like yeah. you you've met Simba. Yeah. He's he's rambunctious. He's super sweet. And fun little guy. Yeah, he's very friendly. But if anybody is like walking around the van at night, please step away from the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> like, he like, is going to growl and bark. And so that helps and it's just and, nice. And it gets you on that level of alertness and, and also lets others know like hey i know you're here yeah go away yeah he does sound vicious yeah, i i wouldn't want to mess with simba actually so um, what would you tell someone that may be in a similar boat as you and think that this sort of change is for not <laughs> applicable for their life just because maybe their age or so i think if you're feeling a sense of restlessness about the nine to five if you think that you can do without some of the creature comforts that you have and that the responsibilities that modern life puts on you and culture puts on you feels like more than it's worth then certainly look into something else i know for me when I was a kid, I saw, and we've talked about this, this movie, Escape from Witch Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a guy that was living in an RV. And I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. And then um, I read this book called The Boxcar Children. It, it sounds very familiar. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like my age or older. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty popular with us but swiss family robinson oh yeah yeah well, they're, all, they're all, like against it but then they're riding zebras and ostriches at the end yeah like, like living their all, best life all of that stuff to me seemed super exciting and and it made my heart quicken whereas like sitting in front of a cubicle and buying like a coach purse just isn't gonna do it for me um so like i just why not why not i've only got one life to live mm -hmm. and you've tried the other options yolo yeah. <laughs> yolo. yolo that's cool well thank you yeah yeah it's fun and where are you headed next right you're headed to denver next maybe denver check next. out boulder for sure for yeah i've been through boulder Denver next for a week. Um, and then, I don't know. Just figuring it out. Just figuring it out. Because you're doing school online, so you don't have to, you don't have to end up in Seattle at any given time. Not until because of COVID. next year, maybe. Wow. Maybe my school will decide that this worked out so well that they can do, like, full-time virtual the entire so time. So crazy. We truly live in a history-making time. Everything's going to be changing. Everything that should have been changed and that needs to be changed and that maybe even shouldn't have been changed 
Well, who cares? We all have to adapt in some form. Which is the case no matter what. Like, True. We're never in charge of the world. We're right. in charge of ourselves. All you can do is is control your reaction and your perspective That's it, to your reaction to yeah. everything. Yeah. And like this kind of I think this sort of thing has definitely given people the the reminder of control that they had because now that they know they don't have control over worldwide pandemics and viruses and if they even can work, but they do have control on where they're gonna live, who mm-hmm. they have in their life. And yeah. I don't know, your necessities get way slimmer, I think. Like, you thought you had to have a manicure once a month, but now, like, you have to make sure you can get so toilet paper. digging out mud from our <laughs> nails. Gosh, my nails are Exactly. Yeah, we want to talk about, like, my Oh, my gosh, that was normal. Right like, my, feet, my hands are so dirty. Yeah, um, but then you look at my nails, and you're like, ooh. I'm like, dude, girl, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know I cared. Yesterday, when I was walking through the sand dunes, like, I took off my shoes and walked, like, most of it without my shoes on. Blackfoot. <laughs> and I was like, this is, like, a straight-up pumice stone on yeah. my feet. Like, yeah. my feet are going to be so soft. <laughs> <laughs> like, because the, the natural sand whatever. abrasion. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, this is great. It's awful. It well, didn't really work. <laughs> I think it did. Maybe you don't wait for it. You know, like when you work out your abs today, like you're not going to see it in three weeks from now. You know, you just have to wait for the good things in life. Bethany, Bethany and her contagious laugh have been nothing but convenient to our lives. Right? I know, it's been like, nice. Just, it, was, it was definitely the so awesome excitement that we. Yeah. For me meeting you, for her reconnecting with you, and just. Yeah, I've this... had nothing but a pleasant experience with you. So just thank you for everything you've done this week and for making my birthday week even more fun, for inviting us out here. Yeah, yeah thanks for mm-hmm. thanks for going to. Two wildlife refuges. You're welcome. We may have been lost for an hour, but it's hard. (laughs) So, um, I guess as we're taking a close, is there anything that is on your mind that you would like to maybe inspire? Anything you want other women or other humans to know that they can do? Yeah. So, for sure, you will be afraid. It's scary as hell. Like turning over my keys and walking away from uh, a comfortable job, a comfortable place to live and not knowing what's going to happen next. Yeah. It's scary, but it's so worth it. Like every single moment and knowing that you have something that matters to you that you're willing to live for. This type of living does require a certain sacrifices you have to to make sure you have water or dog food you know just simple things that will completely make or break your experience you have to be able to sacrifice and take responsibility upon your own life more than you ever imagined and like you could end up at a spot like this where it's very beautiful and remote there may be electricity hookup but there's like you said there's no water there's there's no walmart within less it's about an hour away Thirty minutes, minutes. Four, yeah. fifty minutes, I would say, because we came from Walmart to here. We go a little slower than you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm saying that you could get to a spot like this and not have anyone else, and then you have limited food, you have limited water, so you have to make decisions, and that is stuff that you have to think about. You do have to go to the bathroom so many times a day, and. What are you going to do about that? You know, yeah. like there's not just indoor plumbing. What I just did. You do. <laughs> you, you do sacrifice, but I think us three 
can agree that it's been worth a sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, every part of life is hard. So you just have to choose your obstacles that you're willing to cross to get to where you want to go. And so nothing worth it's going to come easy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, everything is hard. I think that's true. Everything is hard. But we're enjoying life, right? Yeah. Like I feel, I feel like I'm in control for the first time in a long time. I have no power bill. I have no water bill. I have no no, no trash sewer. bill. No you have nowhere bill. to be tomorrow at a certain time. No. Unless you make right, that. and your dog's I'm, not on a chain from a tree, like living in the backyard and dying. that he never leaves. Oh God, he he thinks this is awesome. <laughs> I'd wrangle, jingle my glasses. Right, we're no gonna, ice, we're, we're gonna cheers, cheers to. I think mine's empty. This trip was time for a new beer, in Colorado. Love your family. Thank you. Yeah. So, thanks. if people want to follow your journey, because you've been doing a really good job of keeping up with it, and you're. Your Simba journey. Story-wise, not permanent-wise. You, you take great photos, and you're going to constantly, like, I feel like you're going to continue to go towards grad school yep, yep, and yep. figure that out as you go. Seattle, so Washington, People that are that do have ambitions, like, I've been to college. I'm not trying to go to college anymore, but you are. <laughs> you are. So people that do have ambitions and still are maybe like, I wonder if I could ever do that. Um, They could find you on Instagram, mainly, yes. and that is exactly how. Bethany dot Sylvan S Y L V A N. Okay. Well, it's been a blessing and a pleasure getting to talk yeah. with you in the van. And we're gonna continue to hang out, but I guess we should turn off the episode <laughs> so yeah. that way we can just focus yeah. on ourselves. Turn up. There's gonna be so much editing for that episode. <laughs> oh, be, I've, I've been trying to be this more girl raw. Clicks next, 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 next. <laughs> yeah, I've been way more raw lately. All right, so thank you. One more cheers. One more cheers, Bethany cheers. Sylvan. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank this you. So and you love fun. your van life? I guess I I'll finish with that. I do, for sure. For and sure. how long have you been doing it? So, I guess this is technically two weeks in the van. I had three weeks outside of, like, my condo. Wow. Yeah. No and, like, when I met you last year in September, so you, straight you up were left in your van. And hit up Madison. Like, you left, traveled. Yo, I see you. <laughs> I'm so freaking like into this on my own. Like, how are you? Like, I'm so glad you did. That's awesome. I mean, we have been enjoying ourselves, but this has really made us remember to get outside the box. And sometimes because the van, um, as because it's a tiny home, it's not just a, a van, a car with seats. It has shelves and it has storage areas so when we go on certain paths things fall out and then I get stressed and but it's that's part of the journey that's what makes it worth it is you know it's okay if your van breaks down when you get to the top of the mountain to hang out with your cool friends and you have a life altering experience because that's the price of having yeah. a house that moves well, I think, like, just like anything, it's really easy to stay within your box. Yes. Even inside a van. Yeah. Life. Inviting other people into your life and getting to connect with other people. You see other perspectives sure. and it introduces something different. And so, like, I don't know everything. So, like, I want to hear about other people and what they're doing and how they're experiencing Values, things. Successes. Well, yeah. I want you to know that you inspire to get outside of our comfort zones and 
travel wherever we are at right now. You have a cool dog. You're a very cool person. You have a lot of inspiring things to say. So don't try and hang that up anytime soon. Like I hope that you love <laughs> your van life. I hope you continue yeah. to branch out and you know stalk people from afar and be like, I think I see a rig. Like no, I know I see you. You just got out your van. So like you making coffee. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. I see the blueberry pancakes. Like, you're, <laughs> you're on the right track. Well, we love you. Thank you. I'm gonna turn this off. So yeah. we're gonna see you hang out. Yeah. All right. Peace Thank out, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Love Your Van Life. And I hope you are inspired by her journey, which is nowhere near finished. And quit making excuses to not do the things that you want to do. It's time to actually take advantage of the short life that you get to live. Like, I know, I was like, she laughs really hard. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Madison's recording. She doesn't tell anybody. No, I'm just, you know, getting out the natural sounds. Bethany's laughs. She has a contagious laugh. So we'll just jump in, and of course, I can cut, edit, you know, if you say something too personal about someone that's going to like. I'm just saying. I smoke cocaine. I don't even know what you do with that's cocaine. That's called crack. <laughs> you smoke Aren't they the same thing and crack's the street name for cocaine? No, crack is like the hard rock version. Cocaine is the powdery version. Like dabs. You didn't and, go to dare in class in high school? I did. Hang out with the wrong crowd. I, I knew I was never going to do that, so my, my retention span was not as high. Gotcha.